coming up on 5-Minute News. Downed Ukrainian drone causes explosion at Russian base. White House criticizes Texas governor for Christmas Eve migrant drop. And death toll rises to 28 from cold and storm conditions. It's Tuesday, December 27. I'm Anthony Davis. A Ukrainian military drone penetrated hundreds of miles through Russian airspace, causing a deadly explosion at the main base for Moscow's strategic bombers in the latest attack to expose gaps in its air defences. Moscow on Monday said it had shot the drone down, causing it to crash at the Angels Air Base, where three service members were killed. Under its usual policy on incidents inside Russia, Ukraine did not comment. The base, the main airfield for the bombers that Kiev says Moscow has used in recent months to attack Ukrainian civilian infrastructure, is hundreds of miles from the Ukrainian frontier. The same planes are also designed to launch nuclear-capable missiles as part of Russia's long-term strategic deterrent. A suspected drone already struck it on December 5th, exposing what was widely described at the time as a humiliating hole in Russia's air defences that the latest attack suggests Moscow has yet to plug. On Sunday, Putin said he was open to negotiations over Ukraine, blaming Kiev and its Western allies for failing to engage in talks. He has shown no sign of stepping back from his demand that Ukraine recognize Moscow's armed conquest of a fifth of the country. Kiev says it will fight until Russia withdraws. The White House on Monday accused Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott of endangering lives after busloads of migrants from the southwest border in Texas were dropped near Vice President Kamala Harris's home in Washington, D.C. on a cold Christmas Eve. An estimated 110 to 130 migrants seeking asylum in the United States, many of them families with children, were placed on buses by Texas officials, immigrant aid groups said on Sunday after the migrants arrived in the U.S. capital. Governor Abbott abandoned children on the side of the road in below freezing temperatures on Christmas Eve without coordinating with any federal or local authorities, White House spokesman Abdullah Hassan said in a statement. The political games accomplished nothing and only put lives in danger, he said. Texas has bussed thousands of migrants to Washington, New York and Chicago in what some critics have labelled a stunt amid a national debate over the high levels of immigrant arrivals along the US southern border. Abbott has said previously his state was purposely bussing migrants to sanctuary cities where law enforcement is discouraged from deporting immigrants. Hassan said the Biden administration was willing to work with Democrats and Republicans on solutions to the migrant issue. Amy Fisher, an organizer with the Migrant Solidarity Mutual Aid Network, said the migrants were immediately transferred onto city-provided buses in Washington and moved to a church that distributed hot food and clothes. Claudia Tristan, a co-organizer with the same group, said on Monday that nearly all the migrants dropped near the vice president's home were already on their way to relatives and friends in the United States. Buffalo residents hovered around space heaters, hunted for cars buried in snowdrifts, 
and looked for more victims on Monday after 28 people died in one of the worst weather-related disasters to ever hit western New York. The rest of the US was also reeling from the ferocious winter storm, with at least another two dozen deaths reported in other parts of the country. Up to nine further inches of snow could fall in some areas of western New York through today, the National Weather Service said. This is not the end yet, said Erie County Executive Mark Polonkars, calling the blizzard the worst storm probably in our lifetime, even for an area accustomed to punishing snow. Some people, he noted, were stranded in their cars for more than two days. President Joe Biden said his prayers were with the victims' families and offered federal assistance on Monday to the hard-hit state. Those who lost their lives around Buffalo were found in cars, homes and snowbanks. Some died while shoveling snow, others when emergency crews could not respond in time to medical crises. Scientists say the climate change crisis may have contributed to the intensity of the storm. That's because the atmosphere can carry more water vapour, which acts as fuel, said Mark Ceres, director of the National Snow and Ice Data Centre at the University of Colorado, Boulder. The blizzard roared across western New York on Friday and Saturday, with many grocery stores in the Buffalo area closed and driving bans in place. Some people pleaded on social media for donations of food and diapers. Relief is coming later this week, as forecasts call for temperatures to slowly rise, said Ashton Robinson-Cook, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service. Cook said the bomb cyclone, when atmospheric pressure drops very quickly in a strong storm, has weakened. It developed near the Great Lakes, stirring up blizzard conditions, including heavy winds and snow. Some 3,410 domestic and international flights were cancelled on Monday. Southwest had 2,497 cancellations, about 60% of its scheduled flights, and about 10 times as many as any other major U.S. carrier. Airports all across the U.S. were suffering from cancellations and delays, including Denver, Atlanta, Las Vegas, Seattle, Baltimore, and Chicago. New York Governor Kathy Hochul toured the aftermath in Buffalo, her hometown, on Monday, calling the blizzard one for the ages. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. 
You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.